True transformation cannot happen without a renewal of the mind. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Mind over matter. If the pain of where you are never exceeds the pain of change, you will always remain the same through a renewal of the mind. And it takes a process. True transformation. Mind, mind, mind over matter. Change your mind, you change your life. Change your life. You gotta go through it to grow through it. Mind over matter. Be clear. Welcome, welcome back to the Mind Over Matter podcast. I am Ken Canyon. And I'm Coach Lynch, baby. And we back to give y'all another juicy one. Say what's up to the people, tell her. And I am <laughs> Taylor Young. Yeah, you know, sometimes I got to introduce you. I got to bring you in. I just like bringing you in, Taylor. You know, it's all good. It's all good. All right. All right. So today we're going to spit some more fire. Um, the, today we got, I'm going to let you take it over, Coach, because what we want to do is we want to give them something that you actually gave us one morning. And I really thought it made, it made me contemplate some things. So I want you to go ahead and take it over. Okay, all right. Today's podcast is entitled The 40% Rule. And we'll get to the meaning of that in a minute, but we're just going to tell you a little story about some, you know, some people we were studying. It was this guy, and his name was uh, Jesse Itzler. He was actually the owner of the Atlanta Hawks. And when we first, you know, seen the thing and, and talked about it and read it, we, we didn't know that. And is that, that's your favorite basketball it's team? It's my favorite, but he's one of the, I guess, new owners. Yeah, they used yeah, to have yeah. another owner. Um, uh, group. So right. I didn't know this. So, 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 um, you know, at the time in Jesse Issa's life, this time he, he had just sold some of his businesses. He was just sitting on a bunch of money and he wasn't doing nothing. He had regular routines and, you know, he, he was just like kind of stuck in those routines. So, right. you know, uh, uh, he said he, he needed to do something different. And he decided to run an ultra marathon. So, an ultra mar- What is an yeah. ultra marathon? It's it's like any marathon over twenty six point two miles. There's a marathon over twenty six point. Man, you wouldn't believe. After studying this stuff, these people run hundred and fifty miles and stuff like that. I'm talking about super duper crazy. And they stuff. live through it. Yes. So so when he was when he first seen uh what what he, this is what he was doing. He went out to run an ultra marathon, but he was with um uh he had a relay team. So he was actually using six of his friends to uh, <laughs> to, to actually get his uh, to do his thing. You know? But when he but listen, but what happened was he, he he seen this other dude over there. Now remember, Jesse Isler has money. He's like you know he's a millionaire. So he you know it's an ultra marathon. And a lot of times, let me explain this to the people. A lot of times in these ultra marathons, they might have like a ten mile course and they run the same ten mile like. 15 times or something like that. Okay. You oh, understand what I'm saying? Right, right, right. All right, so okay. during, this, this, during this loop or during this, t- this course, Jesse Isler brought a whole tent out there with, uh, <laughs> with a masseuse and, uh, uh, you know, a whole team. And he's got all this stuff, you know, in case I get tired, we'll have yeah, this there. Yeah. And, you know, in case I catch a cramp, I'll have somebody have to rub somebody my cramp out me. there. Sound like, <laughs> sound like something I might do. Right, right, right. So, so now... You know, while they're there, they're keeping their eye on this guy, and this guy's name is David Goggins, right? And and David, um, he had three things with him. He had a a fold up lawn chair. Okay. Right. He had a bottle of water. Uh, one bottle. One of bottle of water. Yeah. Okay. And a pack of crackers. Wow. My God. 
and, and not, at this not, time, not, how, they were running a hundred mile that's race. About to ask you. About this to ask dude you. had a pack of crackers, wow, a fold up chair, and a a, a, a bottle of water. Okay, Jeez, Louise, man. Wow. So, so, so Jesse, Jesse kept his eye on this dude the whole time, and he noticed around uh, mile seventy, you know, th- that this guy was. He was doing something amazing, right? And he wound up finishing the race. Goggins, David Goggins. Mm-hmm. He wound up finishing the race with um, broke every small bone in both of his feet. Wow. Right? Wow. And and had kidney failure by the end of the race. Still finished. Wow. No excuse. Wow. Word. So when, when, when um, Jesse, you know, um, kept his eye on it, he, 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 this is what he said. He said... There was something in that guy that I need in me that can make my life totally better. Mm. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. He said there's something in him, and I want to find out what makes him tick. And I need to have some of that in me because when I go out here to cross some of these things off my bucket list, it can just make things that much sweeter. Wow. You understand what I'm saying? So that was his mindset. And Jesse, you know, being the outgoing person that he is, what he did was he cold called um, David Goggins. You know, he didn't know him from a can of paint. He just looked him up, called him, and, you know, he, he asked him, could he come, come visit him? So he went to go visit him. He sat down with him. And within the first five minutes of speaking to him, he said, what you have in you, I I need to figure it out. I need you to pull it out of me. And he asked him, would you come live with me and my wife for 30 days and train me? Mm. Right now, you know, David Goggins doesn't know this guy from a can of paint. But, you know, after talking to him and, you know, just he, he kind of convinced him. But Goggins had one stipulation. It was one rule. And it was one thing to this agreement, to this contract. And it was as long as you listen to everything that I say, I'll do it. Wow. Word. So he said, he said as long as you listen or as long as you do it. Because there's a difference between that. Well. Basically, it, it, it was both. If you, you know, if you, you do everything that I say, then we can make this happen. Okay. That, 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 that's what he said. Okay. All right. And that was, it was just one condition. So here, here's, here's the thing. Um, when he got with him, the first day that he, he wanted to train him, he said, can you do pull-ups? He said, sure, I can do pull-ups. I can do about 10. So he got up on the bar and he did 10 pull-ups, Right. Mm-hmm. He got down, and, and David Goggins waited about 30 seconds. He said, all right, hop up there, give me some more. Now, this time, you know, Jesse's arms were a little tired and everything, and uh, he got back up there, and he gave him about six. So, you, you know, now he, he got down after the six. He struggled a little bit. He, uh, <laughs> he gave him another 30 seconds. He said, all right, give me some more. This time, Jesse's like, man, all right. So he got up there, and he struggled, but he banged out about three. So now he's like, wait another 30 seconds. David's like, all right, go ahead, another set. He got up there and he barely cranked out one. Came down, he was like, I'm done. Guess what, uh, guess what David told him? What? He said, now you got 100. So the dude barely got one. Yeah. And he said, now you have 100. Yeah. Who you sound like at the end of the workout? You. 
Right. <laughs> right. I'll be like, I'll be like, a hundred bucks. Right, right. We just did legs for forty five minutes. Now I'm like, yo, we got a hundred box jumps. People be looking at me like, yo, this dude is sick. So, 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 Ken. Yeah. You know, I want you to sum that up for me. I'm gonna sum it up for you. I'm gonna sum it up for you. Okay, like this. So basically, when I first heard it, I understood that. And basically what he was saying is this, and I, and I get it now. He says, when your, when your brain tells you, or is it your body tells you, one of the two, mm-hmm. I guess it's your brain and your body that, tells that you that you're done, okay? You actually have only done 40%. Right. Okay? And that means you got another 60% and left. You got another you. 60% left in the, in the tank. So in other words, what happens at that point is we have to overcome the mm. mental barrier. That's that right. Mind have. over matter, baby. Mind <laughs> over matter. Yeah, mind over matter. Okay. So, so what, what, what we learned this point so far is that the average person, the average person, when, when they're tired, when they want to stop, right. they're really only at 40% and they really have another 60%. Okay, so let's talk about that then. Yeah. So the question is, is that our minds are barriers. When our body feels like, or when we think our bodies, when, when our bodies tell our mind, all right, I'm done, mm-hmm. I'm done. In other words, what he's saying is, is that we can override that because we really have about 60% left in yes, us. Yes. Okay? Yes. All right, so now the question is, how do we, and I guess that's what this whole podcast is about. How do we overcome the mental barriers to dig into that other 60%. Well, I, I think from the beginning, what you, what you think, Taylor? You, you want to jump in yet or you just want me to keep rocking no, and you keep jump off me? No, keep rocking real quick. I'm, uh, I'm listening and still digesting and taking it Yeah, because it's uh, such a deep story. Well, I, I just think that, um, I think that, you know, deprogramming ourselves uh, from the psychological standpoint is, is like the hardest, you know, hardest part of the process. Yeah. And if... If you really like understand this concept or were taught this concept, then you could, you know, replay just that one that one philosophy over and over and over again in your mind whenever it is that you feel like you want to stop. All you have to do is change it, change the story that you're selling yourself. If you change the story, then you change the picture. That's good. Cause that's like almost like when I'm running on the treadmill right. and I'm on I run two miles right after we work out. So I'm done with mile one. By the time mile two comes around, I'm part of me is like, whew, okay, um, we can stop, we can lower the speed, like right, we can chill, right. we, we don't have to do it anymore. But no, the other parts of me is like, no, keep going. Right, like I'll even t- right. I'll even say out loud, come on, like let's go, like so, to myself. So imagine, um, so one thing that I didn't and then I didn't mention that David Goggins was a former Navy SEAL. Yeah. So Navy SEALs are trained this way. Mm. See, see that's that that's the thing. See, he was programmed to tell himself first that I got another sixty percent. Yeah. As opposed to the regular person saying, I'm done. See, he knows as soon as that thought creeps into my mind that I feel like I, I might be, you know, I wanna stop. Oh now I got another sixty. And that 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 principle overrides the the one where you you know you try to tell yourself, man, this is getting tough. Yeah. So I got a question. I'm sitting here thinking about this. And I actually, 
I actually wrote some notes. Okay. But 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 now that I'm thinking about this, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna rethink my notes. Oh wow. uh, and, and the reason why I say that is because both of you both just said something is deprogramming yourself. Mm-hmm. So number number one mm-hmm. is I gotta change my perspective. Right, right. Yeah. I gotta change right. my perspective right. and how I how I look at it. And I've heard you say this to me before. Mm-hmm. When you change what you the way you look at something, you what you look the at, change. That you see, right? That's right. So, you change, I'm gonna say it again. Say it again. You, you change the way you look at things. Right. You change the things that you see. Wow. Right. So, in other words, and I got, and I'll give you guys a prime example of this. And I think I told you off camera. Yeah. A prime example of this is the way I used to look at our Wednesday workouts. Our Wednesday workouts are very intense. Cardio field day. I mean, we do stupid stuff. Stupid stuff that I hated. Hey, hey, like, hey man. It's I, not stupid I, stuff. Uh, well, <laughs> it, was, it was stupid from my perspective at the time. At the time. But but what I, what it was was, I mean, 100, uh, why would we do 100 box jumps or 100 burpees? Yeah. Or why would a person do that? I used to think. So I dreaded it. And then one day, one day, Lynch came to me. And, you know, I didn't like it. I'm going to be honest, kind of like when my wife says something to me sometimes that I don't like. But because I respect them both enough, I listen. So he says to me, he says, look, you want to think, he says, you have a limiting belief. You need to change your perspective. Right? So me being the motivational guy that I am, transformation specialist that I am, at first, I was like, I didn't want to let him know that he says it. Because my first inclination, and what's the first inclination of most people? They rebel against it. Right, right. Yeah. When you tell them something that their mind does not want to hear yeah. because right. it's going to be hard, right. they rebel against it. And that's what I did. Right. And then but 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 first thing you have to do is change your perspective, but you have to be willing to accept a new perspective. True. Because if you're not willing to accept a new perspective, you can never change the way you look at something. So I think when the Navy SEAL told the guy, he and, and like you told me earlier, he said, Look, when I come to you, you got to listen to what I say and do what I say. Mm-hmm. So that guy who was already a boss, he owned a, a professional team. Mm-hmm. He had to say, I'm willing yeah, yeah, to yeah. change my viewpoint, my perspective yeah. to do that. That's good. That, that's powerful, man. And, and, and I, when I'm looking at it, I'm like, golly. So perspective is the first thing. It's got to be the first thing and be uh, willing, so, be willing so to change. So perspective is the first thing in deprogramming. Oh, yeah, okay. That's a part of perspective. Right. Deprogramming. Right, right. So the first point that they need to take home is deprogramming. And how do you deprogram by changing your perspective? I like that. Right? I, I like love that. that. I, I love that. that. Yep. Deprogramming. I like that. That's perspective. Good. <laughs> yes. Because if you change the yeah. way you look at things, you'll change the things that you see. Yeah. Which will lead you into the reprogram. Right? That, oh. That, that's got okay. I love that. Right, which will lead you into point two, which is reprogramming. Re-program. Because once you see it from a different way or a different perspective or through a different lens or a paradigm shift, because you know it's all, all the stuff is the same thing, then you start to you know empathize, you know, and you can you can put yourself in someone else's shoes or you see it through their lenses and you get you know their picture, and then that's how you you know you you, you come up with it. Yeah, reprogram. But part of reprogramming mm-hmm. is showing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Showing, up. showing up. You got to be willing to show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got to be willing to got, listen. Right, right. You got to be willing to listen. Right, right. And you got to be willing to do the work. That's right. You got to work hard. You got all you three of those. Those are part of the reprogramming. Right, right. If you look at it. Yeah, so reprogramming, you got to show up. You got to work hard. You got to listen. listen. Yeah, because he told him, he, he said, one condition, you have to do everything that I say. 
So even with that, man, can you imagine like one day they was uh, running and they had to run in a blizzard? I forgot yeah. where they were at Massachusetts. Right. I forgot Massachusetts where they were. Crazy. Right, right. So check this out, though. Oh, uh, 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 Jesse, uh, Jesse ain't had no draws. <laughs> right? No, no, look. Jesse ain't had no draws. Nah, for Let real. Me, uh, Yo, tell, listen, son, I've been researching. I've been doing all this okay. stuff. I, I, I believe had, you. I just no, want to Jesse, know how these Yo, not have Jesse didn't have no underwear, and he told David, he was like, listen, I don't have any underwear. You know what David told him? He said, you need legs to run. Right. <laughs> Who he sound like? You. you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You need legs to run. You don't need draws. Right. So that brings up another point. See, you know, I'm just... I'm they ran eight people. miles in a blizzard, son. Right. So, After that. So, so when he thought, when he wanted to make up an excuse not to run in the blizzard, he still went outside, no draws, and ran eight miles. Complain. Well, he complained. <laughs> he complained. <laughs> he was hurt. Right. <laughs> so was the fact that he didn't have the underwear a limiting belief? Without question. But wow. he told him, but he, but he, but he told, it was an excuse. It was an excuse that created a limiting belief, but... It was an excuse that created a limiting belief. Right. Yeah. That I can't run without draws. Exactly. Right. Right. Well, that, no, that I need draws to run. That, or, or that I need draws to run. <laughs> right. That I need draws to run. Right. So what did he do to reprogram him? He said, you need legs to run. And you already... Not draws. Uh, you you are, see what I'm saying? That's and that's good. what I do at the gym. When people come through the door, I break down every single thing that they, they can be dead right. I'm going to try to find the angle to break that down every single time. I had three ladies came in the gym today. I didn't care what they said. I tore every single thing down. You know, they come in and they think wherever they go, they must be the ish. Mm -hmm. Oh, I let them know. First thing, I guess what I told them. I said, listen, I'm a rock star. I said, look, today y'all lucky day because normally I wouldn't even be here at this time. <laughs> That's what you told me. That's what I told him. Oh, I, I, I believe I said, that. so y'all, look, I'm telling you, I said, you walked in here for a reason and y'all need me and only me. I okay. said, look, I, I told you, this, this is divine. And the one lady told me I'm a minister's wife. I said, well, I'm going to use the word on you. This is divine time. And you're always supposed to be at any given time because it's part of your evolution. And you sitting in front of me and I wasn't even supposed to be here. And then the little good Lord set me right here. Y'all here for me. All three of them signed up with me. huh? That's good. Yeah, they did. That's good. I mean, I, I, I have a question. I have an answer. And, uh, <laughs> and I want to ask you, Taylor. Mm -hmm. I want to ask you. and Because um, I know he's got an answer. But I want to ask you this. When... A person, do you think that a person who makes excuses, like uh, like in one area of their life, okay, do you think those excuses always permeate, permeate into other areas of their life? Yeah. Okay. I, I say that because, um, well, I'll just talk about me. Um, Lynch always says, how you do anything is how you do everything, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So with that, I noticed um, in my workouts, like um, I hate bear crawls. <laughs> I, hate, like, I hate bear crawls. Can do too. And lately, everybody's yeah. been getting on me for how high my butt's been. Yeah. Like, you got to stay at a certain angle it, to it, the ground, right? And I'll be in a whole nother workout. Right, right, right. right. Still yelling, but put that butt down. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm doing the bear crawls, and I noticed that when I stop, like, just because it hurts. Like, I notice I do that when anything else hurts me, too. First thing I do is stop. If I'm, mm. do, if I'm doing, like, even if I'm doing work for us and it pisses me off enough or makes me very upset enough, yeah. literally, I'll stop. I'll take a break. Yeah. I'll, like, breathe, whether it's going to go cook, cook a meal or walk mm -hmm. outside of him. I'll stop. But then I might go right back to it. Yeah. But but that's not but you just said the the, the key phrase, I might go back to it. If right. you go back to it, that's the same is it just a break? Or 
or or but it was, it, but it was an excuse this to take excuse, a break. Exactly, excuse okay. to stop. That's why. That's what I'm saying. So even like during a workout, my excuse to stop is I'm tired. Yeah, or I feel I've got a little feel, bit. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, this discomfort, this little bit of discomfort exactly. right here is what's going to allow me to take me a break. Stop. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Which okay. is which is a, a disease that you say all the time, excuse-itis. It is, excuse-itis. Right? Yeah. And me, be, me studying uh, uh, physiology, I know that the word itis means inflammation. Mm. So that you have inflammation. <laughs> no, seriously. If you have bursitis, you have inflammation of the bursa. Burst, burst, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Bursus second. Right. Like yeah. lar lar laryngitis is inflammation uh, of, of the larynx. Okay. Right? Okay. Right. So it's 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 inflammation. You have inflammation of excuses. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, that's I like that. I right. like Your that. excuses are inflamed. I know. I you like got that. too many of them. They yeah. up there. You got excuses. Once you say one, you can figure out another one. Right. And another one. Right. And another one. That's why they're the lead way to failure. So this is good. So the first thing he had to do was deprogramming, and mm -hmm. which helped him change his perspective, right. the way he looked at it, the way he looked at it, and and that part of that is 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 setting you up for the reprogramming, right. which means to reprogram, I gotta I gotta show up, yeah. I gotta listen, I gotta work, I gotta put in the work, right. because the work is the conduit for the mind change, right? The right. reprogramming, right. right, right, right. So now. If I do all of that, looking at the, at the story, yeah. the story that you said, yeah. what do you feel like the last point that helped him get over the, the hump is? What do you think, Taylor? What do you think, Lynch? Because I got I got something, but I'm I'm, I'm going to keep it to myself. I want y'all to look at the story. Mm -hmm. Look at this story based on, because remember, he said, he said, I went to him. Come live with me and my family, okay? Mm -hmm. um, and... I'll do what do everything you're first of all, what were the results of it? Did they measure the results of after he came and lived with him? Were there any results, the well, tangible well, results that he said he got? Well, I don't, I don't think they could measure the results because I think they were intangible. Because remember, he was looking for something inside of him, what made him tick. Yeah. He wanted that type of um, in, immeasurable uh, 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 result. You understand what I'm saying? Exactly. Right. That's where I'm going. So I'm giving y'all a clue. What's the third thing that people need to get from? The one first, they get deprogrammed. It helps you change your perspective. Then you have to be willing to reprogram yourself. The last part of it, based on the story, I'm gonna give y'all one more chance. One more chance. After you reprogram yourself, what do you do? No, you do it. You teach us to do it. You teach us to do it. I mean, not you. Teach us to do it. Once you do, get it, do, you, you, want do, me to ask, you want me to ask do, Wendy? Do, doom, doom. Can you please give us the thing? Okay. What he did after he got all of that stuff, you got to be willing to pay it forward mm -hmm. to everybody else. Right. Because if you don't willing to be, if you're not willing, he was willing, because he wrote a book after this. Right. And he said, what I have, I have to give it to every everybody yeah. else so that they can get it. Right. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Right. And if we're not willing to pay it forward, so you're going to deprogram yourself. You reprogram yourself. Now you have all of this. Mm -hmm. It does no good if it stays with you. Right. right. So what Jesse said was, I'm going to go tell the world that this Navy SEAL, David mm -hmm. Goggins, yeah. helped me. Right. Here's what he helped me do. Right. So what did he do? He wrote the book. He went on Good Morning America. He went on all these shows so that we mm -hmm. can know about it and help us with the 40% rule. Right. 
You see what I'm saying? Right. Without so, question. So and, you know, it's the it was the exact same thing that uh, the reason why I got into fitness. So you know, after I after I lost. Um, uh, 70 pounds in six months. Um, and mind you, David Goggins, I mean, this dude, I'm about to study him for a little while. Yeah. He's so remarkable. He lost 100 pounds in 60 days. What? Yeah. Listen, son. Yeah. And, and listen, that was for him to try out to be a Navy SEAL. Right. He lost 100. I'm talking, he's are like you talking about, twice. he done it twice. Yo, listen. This dude is a, a now he's one of the the, the um, he's one of the top endurance athletes in the world. But he lost a hundred pounds in sixty days. Now look, I can imagine it took me six months to lose seventy pounds. So you know, I I, I be you know it took me nine months to lose a hundred. Right, right, right. No, 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 eight months. I'm sorry, eight months. Yeah. Golly. So you see what I'm saying? Sixty days. That's now, now think about it. I've seen people on The Biggest Loser yeah. lose hundred pounds in three months. That's mm -hmm. ninety days. Yeah. But look, they got a regiment. Like they got all the food they buy. Yeah. They got they doctors there. All that stuff. Doctors yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Quarter of a million dollars dangled in front yeah. of them. Yeah. I've seen them do it in ninety days. Yeah. But for a guy to lose hundred pounds Word. in sixty days, Word. that's that's oh, just unbelievable. That's amazing. Unbelievable. Wow. So what where I was going what I was going with it was that um, when I lost uh seventy pounds in six months, you know, I fell in love with the process. Okay. And 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 when I did that, I, I said the same thing about paying it forward. I said there's millions of people out there that don't have a process. Mm. And you know, that that you know, it, it pushed me to to figure out, you know, my, my method of training, the, the, the fast method that I use, the functional athletic strength training uh, method that I use, um, that, that I've patented, you know, that, that I've copyrighted and all that stuff um, that allows people to see all the results that they see now. But I just said, since there's millions of people out there that don't have this, uh, don't have a system to do it, I'm going to help. I'm going to create a system and I'm going to help a bunch of people do it. So, you know, I totally agree with your point about um, following through and paying paying it forward, you know, because a lot of people, you know, they deprogram, reprogram, but then they don't follow through. Yeah. And then once they, you know, can really, really reap the benefits of the information, the new information that they have and then pay it forward, um, you know, at the end of it all. Wow. Amazing. That's an amazing story, man. I want to follow him, too. Uh, I want to start looking at him and, 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 and see what he does. See, Because I, I love it. A forty percent rule. So, so let me let, let's just be clear about this. Yeah. So we can put this in practical sense. So we tell us like when I say like I'm done, like I'm like I'm done. I mean, after one of your grueling workouts, yeah, like yeah, really, yeah. I might I might be like yeah, sixty eight percent. Nah, I just don't. I don't buy it. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't like whatever people tell me when they stop and like I don't I don't buy it unless I like really look into your eyes and you you about to pass That's out on the floor or something and I don't feel like going to get the AED and telling everybody clear <laughs> like I don't feel like I don't feel like that you know what I'm saying because you I, know I believe it so yeah. oh for real this is gonna make me push myself even harder because you know my mind your, your mind will tell you you're done yeah. because your mind and the one thing people need to understand your brain's 
only objective is to keep you alive. That's right. It does everything to yep. keep you alive yep. so that you won't get hurt. Right. So it's going to tell you you're done. Right. That's what they, that's that defense mechanism because we we were had to survive um, right. for, for such a long period of time. So our emotions, our feelings, they come in and play first, and we stop being thinking beings. You know what I'm saying? Because we used to have to survive off instincts. Right. So you know, a lot of times now, like we're all messed up. We don't know when to use our instincts. We don't know usually when to use our head. We're all messed up. And that that I mean, really, that's that's the problem with society. You know what I'm saying? Half the half the time, uh, you know. They're making uh, decisions based on their head when they should be using their heart, and the other time they based on make, make decisions on their heart when they should be using their head. So you know we all messed up with the game. It's all good though. That's why we're here, baby. That's why the school of results was created because true success in anything is eighty percent psychological and twenty percent mechanics. I got so a question. For you. Yeah, talk to me. Do quick you, how do your wife feel about you just kicking like motivation stuff all the time? Do you be like in the bathroom, like yo, hey baby, you sitting on the toilet? Yeah. Like, you know what? You know what? Thirty percent of me using the bathroom. <laughs> Me releasing what I'm about to release will increase in a in a hundred percent faster listen, time in doing purpose. Well, uh, let me tell you, let me tell you something real quick. I'm telling you, a lot of my ideas come to me when I'm in the bathroom, on, uh, on, on the toilet, or in the shower. Yeah. They do. So yeah, that, so my wife does know that you know that's kind of like my sanctuary. You know, what I mean, she don't really mess with me when I go in there because she knows like, dude, gonna come out with some genius stuff. But you know, a lot of times she'd be like, yo, all right, we not this not the motivation at all time. I just want my husband uh, for the next uh, a day or two. And turn off all that stuff, and we're gonna go hang out and chill. So That's it. Like That's a, good stuff. Happy wife, happy life. I, mean, you know, I, I, like I attest to that one. <laughs> all right. Any parting thoughts, Taylor? I mean, what you got to say to the people before we go? Um, damn, I feel like we said a lot so far, but Did. if anything, just remember to keep going. Mm, keep going when you want to stop. Keep going. That's good. That's it. Keep going when you want to stop. Keep going. What, what say you? Man, you always got some real good juicy stuff to finish it off with. I ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing. I have nothing to finish it off with because uh, uh, David said it all. David, 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 David said it all. David said it all. So man, his mindset is just crazy, man. You know, it's dope, man. Um, Because you know, even you know, I always make people understand that there is another level. Mm-hmm. I mean, even with our wake up challenge that we're doing right now, like a lot of people can't believe that I'm getting up at two thirty every day now. You know, you understand what I'm saying? But I make sure that I text the dude that's getting up at three thirty. You know what I'm saying? So he knows that, that you got up at two thirty. So, so he knows that I got up at two thirty. So he knows that there's I a whole other level. See, I see those texts because I'm on there. Right. I see it when I get up at five. Right. And they're, they're, I used to get up at five thirty, so now I'm up at five. Right. I understand that. But every, you know, everybody's level is different. And you, like, what you need to do for your success may not be getting up at two thirty in the morning. Right. You understand what I'm saying? I so it's, keep my it's different levels. Yeah, <laughs> I understand. I'm rolling out. Listen, check it out, man. I'm rolling out of the bed so that I'm. Look, my internal alarm clock is waking me up before yes. my iPhone yes. alarm clock. Just for the simple fact that my iPhone alarm don't uh, uh, wake wake my wife up. And you know, the first time she heard it, she was like, "You you waking me up to that rock and roll music and everything." But you know, I'm gonna tell you what my alarm my alarm be like. <laughs> Monday I grind. Ah. Tuesday I grind. You gotta get up when you hear that on the joint, right? You gotta get up. Gotta get Wednesday up. I grind. If I get all the way to Friday, yo, I'm tripping. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, I, they, uh, I, I get right up and I make sure I turn it off now because this challenge is just getting us up a little bit too early. But, you know, a lot of people, like, you know, they just like, that's Coach L. And yeah, he's supposed to get up. He's a monster. He's a beast, whatever he is. But um, I'm showing people that, you know, 
yeah, this may be me doing that, but it's somebody in your profession yes. that's that's getting up earlier than you. It's somebody that's putting that's getting up at two thirty and putting all this work in before you get up at five o'clock. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why you haven't uh, uh, you haven't gotten that position. That's the reason why you didn't land that contract. That's the reason why you didn't finish that 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 project. All that different type. Of, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I got so you. you know, if if you can wrap your head around that principle right there, you know, you you, you can you can you could turn it up, turn it to to another notch. Now here, here here's what I want want to say um real quick um you know uh everybody needs a good coach Mm -hmm. you know even michael jordan didn't win any championships until phil jackson came along Mm -hmm. all right and when we talked about deprogramming and reprogramming you know i as a coach have to be able to give you that perspective that you will value that you will appreciate and that you will respect you understand Mm -hmm. what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so when you do say something and i tear it down you're like you know what he got a point there. Let me try that. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And then that beginning part of the try is is where you, you, you start to reprogram yourself. And then once you start to experience a little bit of success by doing something totally different, um, then, then you start to you know you start to do it over and over and over again. You follow through. And then that follow through will, will actually mm-hmm. bring you the results that you're looking for. Just like today. Just like today, when I started you all the way over from the beginning. And I know you were saying, like, yo, man, this dude tripping. I'm snatching, and I know I'm snatching the joint right. No, I, just, I actually didn't say that because I felt like I wasn't doing it right. Okay. Uh, I really did feel like I wasn't doing it right because because I, I feel like I should be doing way more weight. Right. Like, I could do the 80s, right. and I've done the 90s, but it seemed like it's not Yeah, and it, you know it's what? not. It's and, not right. You know, it's what, not, you know what, though? You piss me off every time you go grab a little 30 and 40 to warm up. Would well, you know I do that? Don't you? I know, your shoulder, all that other type no, of No, no, I just do that for some No, I understand. I understand that, but I get pissed off. You don't understand. Why? I'm pissed off. Because <laughs> I want to warm my shoulder? Yeah, I don't I'm count it as a off. set? Nah, I'm, I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm like, yo, get over there. <laughs> all right. So, hey, hey, but you know but you know why I do that? I don't count it as a set. Doesn't but, matter. But I do. But I do just need. <laughs> to warm up a little bit more. I'm, I'm a little older than everybody in the group. Yo, happy birthday to the homie. Y'all, yeah, y'all yeah. get a chance, man. Yo, listen. I'm about my birthday. Yo, yo, if y'all get a chance, just leave a comment or something on, on, the, on the podcast and say, you know, happy birthday to the old head Ken, man. You yeah. Know, shout but out to this guy. I'm in that doing with them young boys we're doing too now. Yeah. No doubt. I just warm up a little longer, though. That's yeah, all. yeah, that's all. All right, but anyway, I have no parting thoughts today. I just want to say y'all keep listening, sharing with people, because we're going to keep doing this and we're gonna be adding videos soon so we're out until the next one y'all mind over matter baby if you don't mind and guess what don't nothing else out there matter we'll see y'all the next one mind mind over matter change your mind you change your life change your life you gotta go through it to grow through it mind over matter be clear